0: Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're going to continue to make our way through this first chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. There's just so much richness, kind of line after line. And I've been doing this with different passages over the last couple of weeks. And then periodically I do it, you know, during the year. There's a reason to do it. Reason I want to just take our time and just look at it kind of word for word and try to see what is the apostle saying to us, really, what's the Holy Spirit saying to us, you know, through the Apostle. Always remembering that this word is spirit inspired, God breathed. It is a living word. It is the power of God's word coming into us when we internalize it and receive it. And it helps examine the condition of our heart. And, and it separates the confusion within us. It says separates bone and marrow. It cuts right to the core, right to the core of our being. And the reason it's so powerful is this is God speaking. And you know what? You have a spirit that is given to you by God. You know, you were, you're made in the image and likeness of God so you can understand and grasp this. But it's God who is spirit speaking to your spirit the one who made you, who called you into being. You know, you are a marvel. It's hard for us to think about ourselves that way, but it's absolutely true. You're a wonder. You're the crown of creation. And God wants us to come into the knowledge of, of the dignity of who we are. Think about how much of your your thought life, when you think about yourself, What dominates your thought life? Discouragement, despair, anger at yourself, hopelessness, disappointment, your heart on yourself, whatever. All these things, I'm a failure. I'm not any good. I'm not good looking. I'm not smart. I've never done anything worthwhile in my life. You know, all, whatever, just lots of things. Or even deception on the other side, like I'm good because of my strength, you know, look at the size of my biceps, look at this, that or the other thing. But the deepest longing of your heart is to know that you are enjoyed, you are known, and you are loved by the creator of the universe. And he's not just a force like Star Wars. He's a father. God the Father, who's glorious and indescribably beautiful, powerful, tender, humble. God the Father is a communion, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I mean, God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a communion of persons eternally in love. And you came from them. That's where I came from. We're alienated. We're fallen. And we're running after all kinds of things, hoping to find satisfaction, a secure sense of who we are and the value of our life. And at the end of the day, there's things in this world that can help us with that. But ultimately, it's knowing God. Why? Because we were made for God. We were made to know God. And by the acts of love, by which we have been saved through Jesus' preaching, his teaching, his death on the cross, his rising from the dead, his entering into glory and beginning the new creation and making it possible for human flesh, for humanity, people like us to come into the holy presence of the holy God. And that's our destiny. And now they're communicating in us, through us, with us, to help us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to begin to live out the family life of God. And to live as God's children, secure, full of the joy of the Lord, walking in the fruits of the Spirit, this stuff is all real. And as we live with the Lord and cooperate with Him, these things become stronger than the dominant lies of the world that come at us. They're stronger than the circumstances, the difficulties that we walk in, the pain, the suffering, the rejection. And, you know, friends, let's just take a second just for... Maybe some of you who are listening or you're thinking of of family and friends who are really struggling, they're under it, they're either seriously sick or there's deep brokenness or there's, you know, one crisis after another, Lord, we just pray for the people who are listening, who are hurting, we pray that your mercy would touch their heart today that they would know how deeply loved they are and that the power that comes from just knowing that you're there, that you delight in them, that they are in the palm of your hand. Nothing can take them away from you. And for maybe friends that we have a heavy heart for today, friends, uh, family members or whoever, we just lift those people up as well. Father, we love you in your tender mercy. Glory be to your name. Lord, let your children know your love. Help us. Come, Holy Spirit. So Paul, we left off yesterday where Paul was saying, for our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and full of conviction. So the word of God, when it goes forth, when it's healthy, comes forth from the heart of a believer of a believer that word goes forward, it's spoken, it's proclaimed, it's shared. And the power of the Holy Spirit animates the word and makes it a living word. If it's the word about Jesus and the good news about Jesus, not just church issues or troubles or frustrations, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. The first mission of the Spirit is to reveal the glory and majesty of Jesus to human hearts. And then it comes with full conviction. That's the beginning of faith. And conviction in the preacher, it helps. Like If you speak with conviction, confidence in God's word, it has a life of its own. It has a power that goes forth. So then Paul goes on. He said, you know what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake and you became imitators of us and of the Lord. So Paul said, we were among you. You remember how we lived, how we spoke to you, what we taught you, how we treated you, and how we lived together in the Lord. And he said now, and his joy as a leader is, he's just so joyfully goes, ah, you're imitating us. And you're imitating us as we imitated the Lord, and we're imitating the Lord. And he's rejoicing in that. And he said, why? He said, for you receive the word in much affliction, and with joy inspired by the Holy Spirit. Boy, these words are so relevant. You receive the Word. What does he mean? First, you receive the Word who is Jesus himself. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made through him, and nothing was made, you know, all things were made through him, and I forgot how that particular line goes. It's it's a little hard to say, but it goes on to say, and in him, in the Word that God spoke, All things came into being through him. And he said, in him was life. And that life is the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness, the darkness cannot overcome it. The light dispels the darkness. And where is that darkness? In the human heart. Fallen human minds. Fallen human reason living in a fallen, broken world, the world, the flesh, the devil, and the light of God, the love of God. So think about what we're seeing in the world, friends, the darkness that's in the world. For human beings, for example, to say that God doesn't exist, that everything is by chance, random chance. There's no meaning in anything, right? Other than what we have to spin and make up ourselves. That's a darkened mind. Scripture is very clear. Man, through reason, can come to know that God exists. Everybody's known that through the created order, all that. So there's darkness that's in the world, the lies about where we're going to find happiness or what we think is a way of life that's going to lead to happiness. The other day I was in adoration. I was just thinking about the transformation. Sometimes I pray for politicians and stuff, and I was thinking of the transformation in the negative direction i i 'm assuming it 's negative the of President Biden when he was you know when he 's a vice president, he said with conviction publicly that marriage is between a man and a woman, and he underlined it again and again, and he said all the states in the u s need to accept that fact, and he said it hopefully coming out of some kind of his his experience as a Catholic that We didn't make up politics. You know, the United States didn't make up marriage. Neither did Russia. Neither did anybody else. It's God's creative order. And you can see it in the natural order of things. Well, now he stands on the white house lawn, you know, a few months ago and does just the opposite. In fact, he, you know, this man who laid his hand on the Bible and he promised, and what does he do now? Now, any kind of marriage with his authority, He has used his authority to deconstruct God's creative purpose and to act against the will of God. That's a fact. And then he went even farther where he said, anybody who doesn't accept this vision of marriage is like a racist and an anti-Semite. So guess what, friends? Guess what's coming for the, for the Catholic Church? for Christians who are serious about their faith. What's coming is societal rejection, canceling, scapegoating, blame, all of it. It's coming. Probably persecution, serious persecution. It's probably in our future. Why? Because the culture and the way of life, our politics, and there's there's a huge abandonment from God and respecting God and the things of God and having the wisdom that comes from the fear of God, a healthy fear of God. I mean, even there, he had drag queens there at the White House. He was, you know, he's the same guy's now saying, you know, abortion. He once said abortion was, was, was killing, was killing a human being. and It was terrible. You can't do it. I'm mentioning him because he's our president and it's all out there in public. Number one. And number two, he says he's a good Catholic. He's maybe the most famous Catholic in the world right now, other than the Pope, because he's the president of the United States. But he's not living like a Catholic. He's walking in darkness. That's a fact. He's deconstructing human life. He's deconstructing the family. He's deconstructing the value of life, and he's calling it love, and he's calling it truth, and he's calling it light. That's a lie. Jesus said, if if darkness is your light, how blind can you be? So the culture's changing, which means it's more difficult. But look, We shouldn't be surprised. Jesus said, in this world, my friends, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He said, guess what? The world, if you're going to follow me, the world's going to hate you. Really? Why? Because it hated me first. It hate the world, the fallen world, friends, the world that grasps for power, for control, for money, for pleasure, all that stuff. There's a resistance in the human, fallen human heart to the rule of God we suppress the truth about God. We want to be God. And in order to do that, now that's changing. You know, the culture is changing in that direction in the United States. And when a president opens wide the door of a nation and says, we're going to use all our power to promote all this stuff, it's going to accelerate. But Jesus said, don't be afraid. This is the battle between the kingdom of light and darkness. And he said, Paul now, talking to Thessalonians, he looks at them and he rejoices. And he said, you're imitating us. You received the gospel in power. You're living with conviction. And you received it in much affliction. In much affliction. Exactly what Jesus said would happen. And he said, and you received the joy, a joy inspired by the Holy Spirit in the midst of that affliction. That's a theme that runs through the letters of the apostles. This is important. The church should be preaching this. The church should help people lay hold of this because everybody's afraid of being canceled and it's part of the angst and the depression that's in the culture. No, we need to live by the light that's in the Lord. We're free in the Spirit of God. Friends, I hope you can join me tomorrow. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, St. Francis Used Words. St. Francis is really a model of mercy. And he communicated that mercy through both deeds and through words. And Pope Francis reminds us that each one of us is called to do the same. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789. That's one 1-800- 800 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net